In the previous movie, we created our basic neck result joints and skinned the neck proxy geometry to them. In this movie, we'll add some FK and IK control curves, as well as the ability to squash and stretch the neck. Start by opening the file Character Rigging Part 8 Start, or by using your own file from the previous lesson. This file contains the basic neck joints and spline. The first thing we'll need is an IK control curve for the head. To contrast the other IK control curves, let's use a modified NURB circle. Create a NURB circle and using the transform tools, point snap it to the neck and bind joint. Rotate it 90 degrees in Z and scale it up so it encompasses the head. Now in the side view, go to Control Vertex Component Mode and tweak the shape of the head control until it roughly approximates the head silhouette. Freeze the transformations and rename the curve Head Control. And of course, we'll need to set the rotation order to ZXY to match the shoulder control curve we set in part 3 of this series. Finally, add the control to the existing Torso IK layer. Now you can parent constrain the neck and bind joint to this control curve. Next, let's create the FK controls. Using the joint tool and point snapping, create a two joint chain starting at the neck base bind joint and ending at the neck end bind joint. Compared to the FK chain we created for our torso, this chain is simpler since the neck doesn't need to be as articulate. Rename the joints Neck Base FK Joint and Neck End FK Joint. Set the local rotation axis for Neck Base FK Joint to match that of the shoulder control curve. and also set its rotation order to YZX so that the Y twisting axis is always available to animators. Create a NURB circle. Rename it Neck FK Control and add its shape node to Neck Base FK Joint with the parent-r-s mel command. For more information on this command, refer to part 4 of this series. Switch to control vertex component mode and adjust its control vertices to fit the neck.
We'll also add the joints to the torso FK layer so we can hide the entire FK neck chain along with the torso. Since both the IK and FK layers include head controls now, let's rename the prefix torso head to make that clear. Now we need the head control curve to follow the FK neck control curve. As we did with the shoulder and hip control curves, select the head control and group it into a head group node. Move the pivot to the neck end bind joint. Then parent constrain the head group to the neck end FK joint. To be consistent with the spine rig's FK control curves, change the suffix of neck base FK joint to control, as you can now easily use it as an animation control. Finally, let's add in some squash and stretch. Select the neck curve and open the node editor. Display its connections. Press tab and create a new curve info node by typing it into the field. Rename it neck info. Feed the neck curve shape nodes world space attribute to the neck info nodes input curve. Neck info now displays neck curve's length. Create a new multiply divide node and rename it neck stretch percent div. Then connect the neck info node's arc length to the neck stretch percent div's input 1x. And divide it by its default length. This allows the neck to be stretched using the neck curve's length as a scale reference. Since our neck is skinned, we won't need to bother with manually calculating the squash like we did for the torso. However, we do need to worry about conforming the neck scale to the entire rig's root transform scale, or else you'll end up with the same distortions we've previously seen with the torso. So create one more multiply divide node and rename it global scale neck normalize div. Feed the neck info nodes arc length into the global scale nodes input 1x. Middle drag the Emma root transform control node from the outliner into the node editor. Connect the scale y attribute of your root transform group to the input 2x of the global scale neck normalized div. Set operation to divide. And feed that output into the neck stretch percent div's input 1x.
This node now outputs the normalized scale of our neck. Middle drag the neck result joins into the node editor from our outliner and use the neck stretch percent div node's output x value to drive the scale x value of each of the result joints. Now if you pull the head control away from the body, the neck joints stretch. However, if we try to scale up the body, our rig breaks. This is because we've forgotten to parent the neck to Emma root transform control. First, group all the neck and head nodes together and rename it head neck group. Next, parent it to the Emma root transform control. Now if you scale up our character, it's almost working except the neck goes way farther than the rest of the head. We've seen this before. It's a double transform. We'll fix it first by turning off the Inherits Transform option in Neck Curve. But because the geometry here is skinned and not just parented, we'll also need to turn off the Inherits Transform option for the neck geometry as well. Now you can manipulate the head and neck consistently with the torso. However, we're lacking any sort of communication between the two. In the next movie, we'll look at the different ways the head and neck can move in relation with the torso, as well as clean up our rig using the checklist we made previously.